You're listening to the Mind Your Business Podcast, episode number 355. Today, we're answering the question, do I sell or not? So stay tuned. Hi, I'm James Wedmore, and with 13 years online, I've built my business to over $9 million in sales per year. And this is the first non-business business podcast that shows you how to apply the principles of spirituality, energy, and mindset to create true and lasting success all from the inside out. This is the Mind Your Business Podcast. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? James Wedmore here. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode here on the Mind Your Business Podcast. How are you doing? Quarantine is in full effect. Oh my goodness. All right. Today, we're going to talk about a question that might be on so many of your minds in this uncertain time. I always wonder too, as I record these episodes, like most of you are listening to this right around the beginning of April. This will go live like April 6th or something. And someone's going to be listening to this like three years from now. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is a different time, you know, but this is very, this is very relevant. This is very like, you know, we're taking these days day by day right now, aren't we? And today we're going to talk about the, have a conversation around and answer the question of, do I sell right now or not? Should I sell or not? You're an online business owner. You know that you can continue running your business in some capacity. Maybe you're seeing new opportunities. That's very exciting during these times. Is some guilt coming up? You feel bad? Is it the right thing, the wrong thing? We're going to talk about all of that, and you're going to leave this episode with absolute certainty and clarity on that answer. But first, let me give you some quick updates because I like to really be updating you on all the things as we go through this time. First, I'm recording this Friday morning, April 3rd, 2020. We are in the heart of it. It's a couple of weeks here of quote unquote, you know, quarantine. I'm out here still in. Sedona, Arizona, just about two or three days ago, I think it was Wednesday or Tuesday this past week, the uh, governor of Arizona, you know, mandated that all non-essential business businesses are closed. So, you know, like all the crystal shops in town are gone, closed down, you know, so that happened this week in the news, 6.6 million workers filed for unemployment just in the past week. That's a lot of people. And then for the month of March, there was a report that said the U.S. economy has lost 701,000 jobs in the month of March, which is the worst since 2009. We went from a record low unemployment rate. I think it adds about a point or a point and a half percentage higher in unemployment. So that's kind of like what's what's going on right now. And yes, there's this stimulus package. I, my team, I have a an amazing CFO and and operations manager who's on top of that. So speaking to my business owners, especially if you have employees on payroll, this is a something to to absolutely look into right now for all of us. You know, it's going to help cover payroll. I don't know all the details, so please don't look to me for it. There's many other people that are doing a lot more work out there to get all the details and information about how to, I don't want to use the word take advantage of, but use this stimulus grant, loan, et cetera. But as far as I know, it will cover for like two and a half months payroll for your team as long as you don't lay anyone off during this time. And then I think as well, if you have office space, you know, like rent that you pay, which is really neat. Don't quote me on that. Go do your research, but you should be looking at that. 
definitely, absolutely be doing the research on that. So that's kind of like some of the big stuff. I'm staying off of most of the news as you should too. You know, the news gets your attention by hooking you into fear, right? You don't always feel good and inspired after watching the news and you can just see how fantastic of a job they do. And it's in your newsfeed too, because your friends that you follow want to spread all the fear, but how good of a job that the news does to talk about the worst case scenarios, spread a lot of fear and just, you know, talk about the end of times. So I've been staying off of that. I normally am anyways. And, you know, if you care about your mental and emotional state, if you care about your frequency, you know, I think you should as well. I also think that when I report something like all these people, millions of people filing for unemployment or losing jobs, it's very easy for us in our 3D limited perspective to judge that. Judge that not, you know, in the typical way that you judge, but judge it with pity and sadness. That's still judgment. So that's putting our opinion and, you know, label on it as that, oh, that's bad. That's wrong. That's, oh, that's awful. Maybe it is, but maybe it isn't. You know, I'm always the person that becomes quite the contrarian because I want to challenge most people's perspectives if they're not really serving them. And, you know, one of the things I would say here is, you know, sure, maybe it is sad, but if we take a step back and maybe it has to be a lot of steps, like 50 steps back, you start to see a bigger picture. And this is such an unprecedented time. I mean, we will talk about this time for the rest of our lives. You know, people talk about post 9-11 as, and it comes into normal conversation. And that's what will happen here. It's like, well, you know, post coronavirus or post pandemic, right? And what will also happen is you will have people, this is a prediction, but it's, you know, because the future is anything but certain, but this is a fairly accurate prediction is you will have many people saying what I went through during that time was the greatest thing that could have ever happened to me. I was in a job I hated. I was going down the wrong path in my life. I was in a fog. I was in a trance. And it woke me up to what was important in my life. And that's going to happen for a lot of people right now. Because as I've told you, been telling you on these episodes, that we are in a time of massive, massive healing right now. And we're either going to struggle with it, and hold on to the old, which is no longer serving us, or we just throw up our hands and kind of enjoy the ride here because, you know, it'll be all over soon. And so the opportunity here is not to give people your pity because they don't need your pity, but to rather hold the space for someone else and to see what maybe they can't see right now. See, because when you give someone your pity, I know we it's, it's well-intentioned, it's, you know, I want love and compassion, but you can still have love and compassion for someone and you can see something that maybe they don't see yet. Maybe you can hold the space for a possibility that exists for them that hasn't yet. You know, it's that simple adage you've heard so many times that we just don't know how to apply it to our lives. One door has to close so another one can open. And right now, there's a lot of change happening and change is uncomfortable. I love change. I'm, I'm really weird like this. I love change. I love disruption. I love shaking it up. I love like when I notice my ego resisting and fighting, I'm like, oh yeah, here we go. Here comes some change. Like I'll watch my myself resist it. And, and I've just learned to recognize that. And my poor wife, because she's for years has had to put up with this guy that's like 
goes after the thrill, goes after the risk, goes after uncertainty. I chase it. And that's because behind that is the spiritual context that I've tried to share with you guys as much as I can on this podcast, that life is always working for you in your favor. It's all rigged in your favor. Rumi, right? It's fantastic quote. It's beautiful. So it's one thing to go, oh, I like this quote. I'm going to share it on Instagram. How about try living that way? There's a big difference. Well, I, I like the idea of it, but come on, let's get real for a second, right? Let's get real. Screw reality. Screw what's real. Create your own reality and put your faith in what you're creating. And it's, it's really only uncomfortable to the degree in which we resist it. And so, yeah, some people are going to resist this. Some people are going to go drop right down into, you know, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, survival focused, and they're going to be in fear. I don't want you doing that. Okay. You're allowed to experience that and move through that, but know that your focus is to move up the emotional scale and get out of fear. Even if it's into anger for a little bit and then from anger into just a little frustration and then from frustration, we can change that into hopefulness. And from hopefulness, we can really start moving up fast. What the truth is, is the people that are around you, they don't need your pity and they don't need your fear because fear is the real virus here. And that spreads like a mofo. What they need is you to be the light. They need you spreading love, spreading joy. I know it sounds like a Hallmark card at times, but here's this great metaphor that I love. You know, we've heard it our whole lives of like, what do you do when you fall off the horse? you get back on, right? You get back on the horse. We know that. However, most people live their lives trying not to fall off the horse. Wouldn't it be just so much easier, James, if I just didn't fall off the horse? No, no. Living your life trying to avoid falling off the horse is plain not to lose. And you get what you focus on. So what do you get when you focus on don't lose, don't lose, don't fall off the horse, don't fall off the horse, right? Instead, embrace and allow yourself to fall off the horse. First of all, that's how we learn. That's how we grow. And yes, of course, the goal is to get back on. But really the game for you, for my entrepreneurial friends, you that have a voice, a message, a platform, and an audience, that's power. Power, great power comes great responsibility though. Your responsibility, your duty, your obligation is to get back on that horse, right? But the game for us is not how do I, how do I avoid falling off the horse, but how fast do I get back on? How fast can I get back on that horse? And it's important that you do get back on right now because we've all fallen off our horse. We all fell off, okay? The whole world, 98% of us, we all fell off our horse. Some of us, got back on really fast. Others are getting back on. And now you need to get back on your horse so that you can help others get back on theirs. And then they can help others get back on theirs. And that's what's needed right now. That's what's necessary. So this is a time of massive change and it's changed for good. We need to hold that perspective that this change that is happening is for everyone's highest interest. That's why I've been talking about people are, stuff's coming up for healing, stuff that's been holding you back. And we're talking a little bit more about that today because I'm going to point to some things you didn't really recognize. Oh yeah, right? Because we're still stuck in that old like, you know, outside in living. We need to hold that space for others to do that too. You know, I think that's the way that we can really show love for someone else. 
is not to pity them and not to buy into their perspective of, oh my goodness, this is the end of the world. It is the end of the world. And it's the beginning of a new one, a much better one. And I've said this before, I'll say it again, right now the world needs leaders. But what's a leader? Okay, you don't read a book on leadership. There's like 40,000 of them on Amazon and go, oh, I've read 10 books on leadership. I am now a leader. A leader, and this is very important that you hear this and you let this sink in. A leader is someone who lives from and operates from and creates from a future that no one else thinks is possible. A future that wasn't going to happen. A future that no one else can see. So right now, if you're still in a lot of fear, that's okay. There's no, there's no, I don't want you to like, think what I'm saying is I'm like trying to shame you. There's no shame unless you, you know, shame yourself, which we're going to talk about that today too. But if you're still in a lot of fear, I want you to consider that the only reason that you're in fear right now in this present moment is because you are creating or projecting or predicting a future that is unwanted. So check in with that. Ask yourself with me right now. You can play along. Have I been in fear? Am I in fear right now? On a scale of one to 10, how intense is this fear? 10 being most intense. Pick a number, whatever comes up for you. Great. Then you say, so what future have I been predicting that's causing this fear? What am I afraid is going to happen? Where's my attention? What future? And you want to look at that. And here's the really tough part to really get. So simple, but it's so tough. What you fear, what you worry about, that's where you're placing your attention. And what you worry about, you are setting into motion. People want to talk about manifesting all the time here, but they only want to talk about manifesting the good things. But it goes both ways, my friends. You focus on what you fear and you intensify it with that emotion. When you're in worry, that's what you end up manifesting. That's why this is so important. We have to move through this and move back to a new future that you are creating. That's what leaders do. That's who a leader is, is someone who has already seen a vision of a different future, a wanted but not possible future, right? Everyone else says, that's not possible. That's not realistic. Rah, rah, rah. The news says this and the, James said the unemployment this and blah, blah, blah. But a leader says, yes, and this is what I'm creating. And I believe it so fully that it's not even a belief anymore. It has the same energy and frequency as the sun rising tomorrow. That's how it feels for you. Does the relationship that you have with the future you want feel the exact same way as tomorrow's sunrise? In other words, if I said, is the, is the sun gonna rise tomorrow? Pfft, yeah. Are you gonna triple your business this year? Uh, ooh, mm, uh, mm. <laughs> right? A little different. And until that relationship is the same, are we really living from the future that we are creating? Or is it just a hopeful, wished for, maybe someday fingers crossed, pipe dream. Pipe dreams don't become realities. Realities in our head, in our mind, and in our heart become realities in the world externally because it was real to us internally first. And that's what is needed. That's what a leader is. And leaders are needed right now. 
That's where this is so huge of an opportunity for you to be stepping up, playing a bigger game. Because there is so much freaking opportunity right now. So much, okay? So much. So let's talk about this, right? So to sell or not to sell, that is the question. Chances are you're asking that question because you're doubting whether that's the right thing or the wrong thing to do. Okay. First of all, I want you to consider there is no such thing as right or wrong. We don't want to operate from right or wrong. Okay. We're not talking about morality here in terms of like, is it right to murder somebody? Like, no, of course not. But is that the right thing to do? It's just people's opinion. Okay. It's just people's opinion. And so what we always want to do is when we mean right or wrong, we want to ask it in another way. Is it in my highest interest? That would be a much better way. And by the way, for our, our very intuitive friends here, that's the question you want to be asking yourself. I want to continue to lean, nudge, and encourage you to become your own internal leader, your own internal guide and teacher, and to start paying attention more to your intuition because that's also being upgraded right now. Listen to that. Start paying attention to that. Start trusting that. Is it in my highest interest to be making an offer right now, a paid offer, right? Another way to ask is, is it effective for my business, for me to be making offers right now? Whatever answer comes to you, the first answer that comes to you is either gonna, either gonna get a yes or a no, or you're gonna get a light feeling or like a kind of push away feeling. The thing is, is you want to feel for the answer as much as you can. And then notice that your, your ego is going to counterbalance that. So you might get a yes. And then there's going to be like this, but that comes after that, all the, but stuff after it is the ego and the ego is more concerned. Your ego, we all have right? Is concerned with saving face and it's afraid of rejection and ridicule and, and opinions. And what if something goes wrong? What if I make a mistake? What if I look bad? What if I look, you know, what if they say this? What if they do that, right? And that's all ego. That's not coming from love. That's not coming from your higher self. So it's not about right or wrong to sell or not, okay? I'm buying tons of stuff right now. I'm still working. I'm trying to work with people as much as possible. Your money situation is like a river, okay? And we wanna keep that river flowing as much as we can in your own personal life, okay? Elevate beyond personal. So I can't right now because of blah, 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 okay? We'll get out of your 3D for a moment and find a way to keep that river flowing as much as you can because what is happening is, which, you know, there's like the positive side. It's like, you know what? What's cool about this quarantine is like, I'm saving a lot of money because, you know, we're not eating out. We're not going on that vacation anymore. So we're saving a lot. But then at the same time, they're not making as much, right? And there is an absolute like, balancing act with our money. In other words, if you're trying to be, I've talked about this so many times, if you're trying to be the dam and hoard it all to yourself, you're going to actually constrict the flow of it coming in because hoarding it, holding on to it is operating from the belief that there's not an infinite supply of it. And so right now in my life, I'm acting, you know, I'm still working on my Airbnbs. I'm acting as if I'm acting from that place that as soon as my Airbnbs are done, this quarantine's gonna be done, people are gonna go back to the new normal where people wanna travel. Definitely people are gonna wanna come to Sedona and my place is ready for them. So I'm not like, whoa, 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 hold on. Let's not buy the pillows and the sheets for the beds right now. Let's not finish furnishing. Oh, I'm doing it. I got my handyman. Where if you've been watching my stories, I've been trying to update you guys on all the cool little behind the scenes projects. I got my handyman painting 
our entire house, that's thousands and thousands of dollars, right? And I asked him, I was like, what's it like right now for you and your business? Because honestly, a bunch of people are at home sitting and looking at their house going, we need to get that fixed. <laughs> and they're calling me up. He's like, I'm busier than ever right now. And that's what I'm alluding to is that I wanna encourage you guys to first and foremost, keep that river flowing. In other words, don't you go and go tighten up, right? Because that actually will cause more of the inflow, the inflow of money to dry up as well. So don't do that. So I'm buying right now and I know other people are, right? So that's really the way we wanna be asking this question. Is it right or wrong, right? Is we wanna get rid of that, gone. Is it in my highest, best interest? Or is it effective right now? Is this the best place to be putting my energy, attention, and focus on? And I want you to just begin to trust that intuition. Because on the other side of that, like I said, that's going to resist it is the ego. And here's, this is very exciting, what we're going to talk about, what's causing a lot of people to not want to sell right now. They're like, I think I've got this really great opportunity. Like, people are doing this, and I think I could really help people here, is guilt. Are you feeling guilty about the idea of selling right now? I know a lot of people are. They feel bad. They feel guilty. Well, we already started to talk about this, okay? So feeling bad, guilty, or pity for someone for their current situation. I know this is hard to hear. Not everyone's ready for this conversation. That's one perspective, one 3D perspective you can take. But another bigger perspective is to hold the space and knowing that this time is necessary for their growth and their evolution. Because I've said this before, and this is a really hard pill for people to swallow. Pain, pain is a blessing. Pain is a blessing. We never really acknowledge that in the moment. But pain is a blessing because pain forces you to pay attention. And when you pay attention, you have the opportunity to learn the lesson when you learn the lesson, you grow. When you grow, you get more of what you want. You become more integrated and connected with your higher self. You evolve, you raise your frequency. You begin to attract more into your life. You discover more of who you really are. So pain is a very great teacher for us. And unfortunately, a lot of people, this is how they wake up. <laughs> so you have to hit a bottom. And you want to help all these people. How many times have you tried to help somebody and you've given them all the right answers and, and all the best advice? And what did that do? Nothing for so many people, right? And then you realize all you did was waste your personal power, all of your energy. It's like, that was so exhausting. I've spent so many years of my life trying to change or fix or heal people when, you know, life and life experiences end up being the things that that help people grow the most. And so we kind of just have to sit there and stand there and wait for people to learn the lessons in the time that they're ready to learn them. And it's hard to do, it's very hard to do. But that's what's happening collectively right now. As people are sitting there at home, they're questioning everything and that's good. Oh my gosh, that's good. What am I doing with my life? I'm, I'm at home with my family and yeah, it's hard. I got these little rugrats running around all day and I'm trying to figure out what to, what to do. And, but you know what? I get to spend more time with my family, more present. I'm not in my analytical mind going, thinking, 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 gotta go to, what do I gotta do next? And what do I gotta do next? I'm just like, I'm kind of present for a little bit. And that's awesome. What if like, that's how life was supposed to be? 
not people just working all the time. I love working. Don't get me wrong. I love to work because I, I mean, I get lost in it, but I'm, now I'm doing stuff like working on building a bench, you know, and working on projects like building my waterfall and pond in the backyard, you know, cause I'm, I get, I love getting lost in the flow of, of working on something, but not working from a place of scarcity and fear, which by the way, talking about the Airbnbs, I told, I told you I'm, I'm acting as if, right? Like we're getting these places ready. I mean, there's so, one of them so close. I'm like 95% done with it. I can't wait. We got a photographer coming in about a week and we're just like, we're ready. You know, when, when people are ready to start traveling again, this is ready. However, what's really interesting to watch is a lot of Airbnb hosts are in a lot of fear right now. And I'm watching these fear-based decisions. So here's what's happening. I'm seeing this specifically in the town of Sedona for sure, because I'm on Zillow all day long. All these people that had Airbnb short-term rentals, they're getting three to six times, depending on when they purchase the house, three to six times multiplier from their mortgage. So I'm talking like if someone has like a thousand dollar mortgage, they're getting 6,000 some more a month from short-term rentals. And I'm watching every day they're popping up like crazy. People are switching their short-term to long-term rentals, right? Like a 12 month lease. And so that puts them down. Like, let's say they were getting five to five to eight grand a month they're putting it up for $1,500 a month just to cover the mortgage and get a tenant in there. And, you know, I love the idea of like, hey, it gives more people that couldn't afford to live here an opportunity to live here. That's great. But for most people, I have to assume, it's an assumption, I don't know, I'm not there, that they're making these decisions from fear. Oh my gosh, my Airbnb is going to dry up. I can't carry through the next few months. I got to do something. And then what they're going to do is they're going to get this uh, year-long lease, 12-month lease in and they're gonna get a tenant in and everything's gonna go back to the new normal. And what I mean by that is travel's gonna commence. It's gonna come back. People are gonna, <laughs> I mean, and that's the thing people are so stuck in what is right now that they can't see the, a future, right? But I just can't imagine, I know the future is anything but certain, but I can't imagine people are like, nope, no one's ever traveling ever again. Nope, no one is ever gonna to go to Sedona again, right? So when a few months, whenever this goes back to where people go back to wanting to travel and are able to, that person's going to be stuck in a 12 month lease, losing out on all that future money. They will have lost more money, more potential money because of that switch they made out of fear. And I'm watching that happen in droves. Like every day, five to 10 listings are popping up on Zillow with long-term switches on the leases. And I share that example because part of what I want to get into today is you being mindful that you're not making decisions from fear. I've had a lot of friends and peers I've talked to that were in fear and they're like, should I do this? And all I came back and asked was, is this a decision made from a place of fear? I'm just going to tell you this right now. If you're making a decision from fear, it's the wrong decision. What does James mean by right or wrong, right? But it's, you're just going to perpetuate that which you're worried about. You set into motion that which you fear. And when you act on that fear, you draw it in even faster and it becomes a spiral. Like, you know, it picks up speed. All right. So anyways, I, I digress, don't I? <laughs> Getting back to selling. This is this opportunity in this time period where stuff is coming up for you as well, for you to resolve it, transmute it, to heal it. So if you're feeling guilty about selling right now, guess what? You already had activated within your vibration, feelings, beliefs, and stories around guilt when it came to selling. It was already there for you before Corona. Now it's just amplified. 
And so it wasn't serving you then, and now it's coming up even more so for you to release it because it will not serve you in the future. It hasn't served you in the past. It won't serve you in the future. So if you're in that place where you're feeling, if, if you feel this like, ah, oh, I just feel like I have this opportunity. I'm so excited. I'm so inspired. I'm so lit up, but I feel guilty. And I even feel guilty that I'm in a better place that I'm back on my horse and people aren't. You already had guilt. You, were, you already had that guilt complex activated in you before this time. It's been brought to the surface to say, look at it. Your higher self is like, look at this. What do you want to do with this? Because it wasn't working then. It's definitely not going to be helping you moving forward. So this is the opportunity to release that, to let go of that, to work through that. Again, I've done some previous episodes on the past. My last week's episode, Monday episode, may help with this. Okay, but here's some things to say that might help with that. First of all, one of the beliefs we might be operating from when we feel guilty about selling is like we're taking something from somebody. We're wronging them in some way. We're taking advantage of them. And that is not the case at all. In this time, whatever decision you do decide to make, you should be putting as much love, goodwill, and help and support out into the world in whatever way you feel inspired to. You know, for me, a lot of my inspiration has been coming and working closer with my clients, like my inner circle and mastermind and stuff like that, and my next level community. Why? Because they are the leaders that have audiences. And if I can support them in their growth to get up to their new level, then look at the impact and the ripple effect of that, right? So what we should both be on the same page about is no matter what in this time, you should be operating. And you're, the, the only person that's gonna feel guilty is somebody who is well-intentioned anyways, right? So the very fact that you feel guilty means you're not a bad person because bad people, you know, bad people like sociopaths or people that are just trying to rip people off, poor intentioned people that want to hurt others, don't ask this question. Don't go, ooh, should I feel guilty? <laughs> okay. So the very fact that you're that you're asking or, or experiencing guilt means you're a good person, it means your heart's in the right place. That's beautiful. And no matter what you do decide to do, you should be putting out great stuff that helps everybody. But a sale, you already had that belief activated, you know, isn't taking something from anybody. It's an energetic exchange. I talked about this on Jim Fortin's podcast when we had this conversation around Aini, the ancient principle of reciprocity. The energy exchange needs to be there. This is why people don't value free. This is why people don't do anything with free because the exchange isn't there. So you are robbing somebody of that exchange, which it's the exchange that allows for the transformation to take place. You are robbing people of that experience and opportunity, which becomes a very catalyst for what they want. If you stay in your guilt, they do not need your guilt. So it isn't, should I sell or not sell? It doesn't have to always be A or B. It can be A and B. You could choose, I'm not telling you what to do here. I'm just giving you more options. You could choose to say, I'm going to give this thing away for free. I'm going to do all of this. And if someone else wants to do more with me, here's the offer. And I'm going to be sympathetic and understanding during this time. So I hope this is offering some sort of clarity and insight for you because this is really, really important because there's two things I'm going to say. Number one, a rule that I'm creating for all my listeners. You, you have audiences, most of your audiences. Rule number one during this time, if you're in fear, if you're in a negative emotional state, that's okay. I keep saying that that's okay. Here's what's not okay. 
you don't get to go go live on Facebook or write a post or create content when you're in fear because then you just become part of the problem. So you got to work through your stuff. You got to get back on your horse. You got to turn your light back on before you go out there in the public. You know, that's rule number one, right? And I'm just kidding about rules. I don't have rules, but rules were made to be broken. <laughs> but that's a very strong urge that I'm making for you, you know, to be doing that. And then the second thing is it would be smart to make sure that you are addressing the current situation and showing that you understand, you know, if you're talking and if your copy doesn't address what's going on, you're just going to kind of come across as like obtuse. Okay. And on top of that, allowing for your offers to change, you know, like maybe different payment plans or different ways of delivery, right? Things that are kind of sympathetic to the current situation. It's what's an essential piece of this in your messaging and in your marketing. But here's the biggest thing, whatever you do decide to do. And I'll just tell you this, there are plenty of people selling right now, doing launches, about to head into launches. And you know, I'm talking to people every single day and they're having their biggest launches, their highest converting webinars, their most attended webinars, their biggest launches to date right now. It's very exciting. This is a very exciting time. That doesn't mean that's why you should go do it because you're going to go look for some opportunity to make a quick buck. No, you should be doing it because you know that your stuff works and you want to help people. If you're not coming from the right place, if your heart isn't in the right place and you're not coming from that pure intention, yeah, it's probably going to bite you in the butt. It's going to kick your butt. Okay. So purity of heart and mind, where is that intention coming from? To serve, to help? Well, because here's the deal today, I have absolutely zero qualms and, and guilt around selling because I can only give my attention, my coaching, my support to so many people. And I know when somebody pays, they pay attention. I know when someone invests, it's really an investment in themselves. They make a decision, they commit, they become coachable. And so that's where my attention goes is to help those people. You know, right now in these times of needs, I'm, my attention is going to our customers and clients. That's where most of it goes right now, right? And at the end of the day, you know, some of you may not get this yet, but mo you will eventually, is as a business owner, you also have to consider the, you know, the lives of your employees and the responsibilities you have to them. And they don't want the, you to sit there and be like, oh, please operate from fear and guilt. <laughs> so that I don't get paid anymore and you have to lay me off, right? So a lot to think about. So a lot of launches, a lot of really great, you know, numbers that are coming in from everyone that I've talked to that's launched. No, no one's like, no, tanked. So that's very exciting. That's very awesome for our industry. Yes, it's tragic and it sucks that there's a lot of businesses, brick and mortar that can't describe that same story right now. And that sucks again. But for each of those people, I, you know, hold the space and we can all do that, that everyone will grow through this as a result. We're all growing. I mean, look at how much you've grown just in the past few weeks, just enduring this. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Even if you're like <laughs> right now and like the worst, you got your kids like running around you and, you know, you have like no time to get work done and you're cooking meals and all this stuff. Like you're growing right now. <laughs> you are just trust the process. But here's something I just want to reiterate. If you're not focused on audience growth right now, you're missing the biggest opportunity as an online business owner. 
you have more people at home, you have more eyeballs looking to the internet, you have people with more time and more people with questions, more people with an empty cup looking for someone to fill it. If you are not focused on audience growth, you're missing out. In my 14 years of this, I've never seen a bigger opportunity than right now. Our Facebook ad costs are way, way, way down. Everyone else I'm talking to, their ad costs are way down. Our Instagram growth rate, follower rate has like tripled. Our downloads are bigger than they've ever been. And everyone I'm talking to, their launches are bigger and their webinar registrations are bigger. More people are paying attention because more people are looking for answers. This is where businesses will be made. This is where millionaires will be made. But for smart individuals like you, no matter where you are in your business, this is where huge audiences are made and huge relationships with those audiences. So what are you going to do during this time? This is such a, an exciting opportunity to get your message out in front of more people. And I see so many people doing it. Like all of my mastermind members are doing it right now. They've got their message. They've got their perspective. They've got the stuff that they want to help. And they're getting out to so many more people and their audience is growing massively. And you know, if you don't have an audience, it's gonna be a really hard time selling when, when you do feel like it's right time for you to sell. So I hope you're focusing on that. Now, by the way, I got something to help you with. I've been talking about it on the Instagrams. You might've seen my ad on the Facebooks, but if you are just getting started with your audience, I mean, you could be like more advanced veteran, seasoned professional and still get a ton of value out of this. We actually created a new online course. It's called Your First 100 Leads. And it shows you how we build our list and how we teach our students to build our list better without spending like six months trying to create a lead magnet and put it on the sidebar of your blog and then hope you get 50 leads in the next three months and then none of them buy from you, right? So it's a much more effective way of list building and faster list building and building your list with actual people that are like actual prospects that, that wanna buy your stuff. So this is a $197 course that for a limited time, we're gonna be giving away for free. Okay. This is a 14 video mini, mini course with step-by-step -step processes. It's going to show you how to build out your, your first list building funnel, show you how to get traffic, how to build buyer leads. Yeah. It's yours. Absolutely free for now. We will raise the price eventually. The link's a little long. I'll have it in the show notes and it'll be on my Instagram profile businessbydesigntraining.net. I know that's like the wordy one, businessbydesigntraining.net forward slash 100 leads. This is your free 14 video mini course walking you through step-by-step -step how to generate your first 100 leads or your next 100 leads from people that actually wanna buy your stuff. It actually shows you how to set up the sale from it. That's pretty damn awesome. The feedback from it so far has been amazing. We got a message from uh, Rashida, Rashida Leverett. A huge shout out. Thank you for the kind words. She said, this course, I can't believe this is free. I've been looking for that one missing piece to getting leads. I've paid for course after course. I could cry on the amount of money I've spent on people's crap. This is what I was missing. Now I know how to position my offer and my freebie. Hashtag mind blown. So I want to make sure every one of my listeners is building their audience right now. You're back on your horse you're building your audience and you're sharing your light and your message so that it can have a ripple effect. And I want to help you do that right now. So businessbydesigntraining.net forward slash 100 leads. And with that, I just want to thank you for tuning into these episodes during this time where we're just in very interesting times. We're all taking this 
day by day. Thank you for listening. Thank you for receiving. I'm getting all of your guys' feedback from the reviews on iTunes to all the DMs that are coming in. It's amazing. And so many of you have told me that the message I've been sharing has gotten you back on your horse. And that means the world to me that that me being in a place of light and love and possibility has allowed for you to move from darkness, from fear into that same space. And, you know, that means the world to me. Thank you. But I do it so that you can do the same. And that can be the final piece that moves so many of you because so many of the people I attract love money as much as I do. You know, we love abundance. We love, it's your birthright, but we do what we do because we feel called to do it because we feel that nudge of a higher purpose of of the mission that we're on, the impact we want to create, the sense of fulfillment that we get. And if you're still in any of your stuff, that's okay. But just remember why you need to get out of it, why you need to get back on your horse, because there are people out there waiting for you to tell them what to do, how to think, and how to be. And they need you to do that. They need you to show them the way. So pass it on. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you next week. Did you know eight out of 10 businesses fail within their very first 18 months? I believe being an entrepreneur means unlearning everything that we've been taught our entire lives about what it really means to be successful, which is why I've created a brand new audio program entitled Activate. I wanna show you how to think, act, and behave like the successful entrepreneur that you were meant to be so you can step into the vision that you have for your life and your business. And the best part is this program is yours absolutely free. To register right now, simply visit www.jameswedmore.com forward slash activate and we can get started right now.